Welcome back to No Expectations Podcast with William Bennett. That is me, William Bennett. Man, last episode was off for me. This episode, let's see how it goes. Because this episode's about shutting up and listening. How many times do you just open your mouth and say what you're not supposed to say when you could have been listening and learning something? Huh? Oh, it's so good to be back with you guys. Man, I really love doing this show. Um, But I am not happy with the last episode. I think the last episode was, like, really bad. I I didn't, like... So the first episode, I had a whole bunch of notes. Plus, I kind of talked about a topic that I talk about frequently with youth group kids and stuff like that. And the second episode is similar, you know? And I... You know, I was talking about, like, what's in a name and stuff like that. But the last episode was too legit to quit... And there's probably so much more I could have talked about, talked on it, but I, I talked about it and I was kind of done what I wanted to say. And I was only like five or seven minutes into the podcast. I'm trying to do like these 20, 25 minutes to 30 minute podcasts. I feel like I just kind of repeated myself over and over and over and over and over again. So I apologize. Hopefully, hopefully it's really good and everybody loves it. I really beat in that topic. Um, but today... It's kind of funny because I'm going through my like Evernote list of topics to talk about on um, something else I've always wanted to do that I ended up not doing, right? And I wanted to do this thing called Brovangelism. You know, it's going to be this whole thing like with like a hashtag and all, right? Like hashtag Brovangelization or, or, or hashtag Brovangelism. And it's just about like guy talk and like just talking to other men, young men and young adults and stuff and just how to be men and just having the conversation not that I'm going to teach you to be a man but just you know in general that's why the first episode was called man baby because it was all part of that brovangelism thing and I, I'll probably bring it back because like we'll we'll do that here with this like brovangelism but really this this show is for everybody it's not just for guys you know it's for it's for the ladies as well um but it's funny coming in because I didn't look at the episode list because I wrote this about three years ago like about 10 episodes. It's supposed to be like a YouTube channel series that I was going to do for our youth group. Um, but the, the next episode, which is this one here, was entitled Shut Up and Listen. And the little tagline for it is don't open your mouth and be stupid. Listen with your heart and learn. Right. And I, I just think it was funny because last episode I just talked so much and I didn't really do any prep time. I didn't I didn't take into account that you know, it would go so quickly and I didn't have as much as I wanted to say. I, I was not prepared. I didn't, I just, I had it in my head the entire week. Like everything's gonna be cool. Everything's gonna be cool. And I think I kind of did what I said not to do last week, like being too legit to quit. <laughs> like I, I, I was like, I got this. It's no big deal, which whatever, you know, it's just my show. And it, it wasn't that good. Instead, I should have been a little bit vulnerable with myself and taken the time to prep for it. So, Today, on No Expectations, shut up and listen. How many times have we been like so inclined to open our mouths and to chime in on a topic or just anything for that matter when we should have just been listening to the other person? Like, have you ever been in a conversation? Like, this is probably the best way I can go about this. Is have you ever been in a conversation with somebody and the entire time they're talking, you're thinking about the next thing you want to say? 
I do it all the time. And I try not to do it, especially with my wife. And or especially if we are in a fight, right? And we're fighting and things aren't going as I plan within the fight, right? Not that I plan my fights <laughs> fights out with my wife, but it's just not going the way I'm thinking it, it could go. It's going worse. And instead of actually shutting up, sitting back and just listening to her heart and what she whether I agree with it or not. I mean, she could be saying the stupidest thing in the world. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that I should be listening to her because to me it might sound stupid, but to her it's the most important thing right now. And I do that a lot. I, I don't want to do that. And I know she does it to me as well. Like if I, it's something I'm saying is really dumb, like it doesn't make any sense, but I'm hung up on it, you know, like take the time to listen. And you might be able to learn how to actually fight correctly. And so this doesn't just marriage advice. You know, this is advice in general, like talking to your siblings or talking to your, your best friend or talking to your boyfriend or girlfriend or your husband or wife, talking to your kids if you're listening, you know, like taking the time to step back and listen is so important. When we did a lot of youth ministry, um, we would actually talk with parents who actually were going through stuff with their kids. And, and one thing that just like blew my mind was the amount of times that parents, not only do they, did they think they had it all figured out or that they really know their kid because their kid would also come to us and we'd be like, yeah, like their kids are saying something completely different. Like we wouldn't tell them that it was, it was, you know, kind of confidential to the, to the kid or what they were going through. But at the same time, I never saw parents trying to just listen from the kid's point of view. Granted, nine times out of 10, I will agree that the kid's point of view really isn't that sound. You know, it's coming from a 13 to 17, 18 year old, you know, our view on the world was skewed at that age. But like the parents, like trying to remind them, like, remember when you were their age, your view was very similar to what their view is now. You know, your kids aren't just trying to be difficult or you're trying not to be difficult as we've talked with the, the kids. Like you also have to sit back and listen to your parents. But too many times we only want to get what we want to say out and not listen. And you see this everywhere. I can't stand watching the news because it's not news anymore. It's all it's everybody's opinions, right? So if you're watching Fox News or you're watching CNN or MSNBC or whatever, you know, it's you'll never hear that. If they have somebody on the show, it's how quickly can I make them look stupid or how quickly can I make their point of view uh, like a moot point? You know, this is one of the issues that I have. Like, I know Bill Maher listens to our show. So, you know. Bill Maher is king of not really listening to the other side and only caring about what he has to say or what he thinks or what he feels. And then if you disagree with him, getting on you for not being open-minded. That's what happens to us when we don't shut up and listen is we are closing our mind to only what we believe and only what we think. And I challenge myself and I'll, I'll challenge you guys to take the time if you're at work you know, and your boss says something stupid or this guy, the lead on your project, it's just not getting through to him that like, no, it's got to be done a certain way. And maybe there's something like that's a, maybe there's a screw loose or something and they're just not able to grasp exactly what you're trying to portray instead of being louder, maybe being more rude, take the time to listen to where they're coming from. Maybe you can see the disconnect. Maybe you can see that actually you are the one that's disconnected. I get in trouble sometimes at work because I will question a lot and I don't question and I work for an engineering firm, right? So 
I'm not an engineer. I'm not a non-degreed or a specialist. You know, I'm a designer. And what that means is that basically with the engineers design and engineer themselves, I, I make it happen. I put it to paper and I make their design come to life, right? Now, I can also design under them to make sure that I'm designing it correctly. That makes sense. So sometimes an engineer who's been to school for four years, maybe six if they got their master's degree, who are actually registered with the state as a professional engineer, I might not understand something that they're saying. And I'm not saying that they're wrong, but I will question it to so I can learn. And I have gotten in trouble with this in the past because it does come across like I'm questioning them. I just wish they would shut up and listen. Maybe they would see that I'm the one that's not understanding. I wish I would shut up and listen and maybe I would be able to see that I'm not grasping it correctly because I'm too caught up on what I don't understand and they've explained it very simply to where I would understand it. But if I would have just shut my mind off, I could have grasped it, right? Try. Try at home. Next time you're in a fight with your wife, next time you're in a conversation with your wife, next time you're talking to your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your siblings or anything like that, just take the time and just, just be quiet and just listen. Just shutting up and listening doesn't mean you can't talk. It just means you don't don't just take what's in your brain and just vomit it out. Filter it. It's so hard today with our social media lifestyles that we can just say what we want to say online. And it's very true. And I know that sounds like I'm old or whatever, but it's 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 actual fact that we do this in real life as well. Is there's no repercussions for anything that comes out of our mouth in our own heads. Because there's no repercussions online. Really, there's not, you know. Someone can be upset with you because you said something, but you don't see that after you don't see that until it it happens. It, it's funny because I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of correlate this with something that Dave Ramsey does, and it's something that we're learning because we're trying to save money, and we're trying to make more money for ourselves and um, correctly, right? But one thing he says is to always use cash. Don't use your debit card. When you use cash, you give them something; they give you something. An end of transaction. There was a trade, right? When you use your debit card, you don't have that transaction. You give them the debit card, which usually now you don't even give it to them. It just goes into a machine, right? You you take the debit card, put it into the machine. You take the debit card back out. You didn't give them anything. There was no transaction and they give you stuff. So it's almost like, you know, mentally when you pay with cash, you give them something, they give you change and you start to realize you get back way less than you had. Now, granted, in your bank account, you have less, but you don't see that. You you see the cash right then and there. I'm going to correlate that completely with what I'm talking about now because it's like if you shut up and listen or you only give part of your heart to them, in return, they'll give you a part of their heart, right? But if I'm just giving them my mind and just vomiting stuff out, there's no transaction. It makes the fight go on so much longer. Um, I, I remember... Like sometimes when I work with my dad at my house, uh, we did this project uh, a couple weekends ago by the time this airs. And I said, you know, now granted, we're at my house. We're doing my project with my tools, with my materials, with my plan and how I think it should happen. Well, he would chime in and I was getting aggravated. I was kind of like, dude, chill out. We're going to do it this way. This is how I have it planned, you know, and and my background is more handyman and construction and stuff like that. His background is not. He can do stuff and he does do stuff, but that's not what he does for a living. Right. So 
to me, uh, I'm pulling the trump card on this, right? But I would get so aggravated sometimes because he would, the way he would describe how he thinks it should be done in my head would take like 10 more steps than we needed to do or five more steps. Like it would just take longer. And there's a couple of times where I took a step back. I shut up. I listened and I just gave in and just basically, okay, let's do it this way. And it did go smooth. Like he was right in that situation. The way I had it in my head that would have worked, it would have worked fine. It would have been speedy, but the way he did it did allow us to work a little bit more efficiently. It was just an outside perspective, but I was so close-minded to it, I didn't even give him a chance to, like, you know, really say anything about it. I need to do that in every every aspect of my life, not just with work or talking to my dad or my or my wife, you know. Like, I need to do that, like, in traffic, you know. Like, some people are just jerks in traffic, but I don't know. I remember this one time. Here's a story. I remember this one time I was so aggravated. I was coming up to a U-turn and I had, I didn't have the right of way, but I was coming up to the U-turn like way before they were coming to me. So they were definitely like speeding. They were like hauling ass down this road. The speed limit was 35 and they, they hadn't been going like 55 or 60, right? So I'm going up and they like laid on the horn on me, got in the other lane and passed me. And I decided, and I was young. I was like just out of high school and and I sped up in front of them and it was like yelling at them. But then I saw there was actually the woman in the passenger, the, the, the mother, I'm assuming, was holding a kid, like holding a kid in the front seat of the car while they're speeding. This didn't look like a, maybe a hoopty where they just do whatever they wanted to do, you know, just speeding down the street. It actually looked like they were rushing to the hospital. And so I felt really bad, you know, and I didn't take the time in that 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 moment just to shut up and, and see what was going on, you know? And I know that's so far-fetched to think, but I, I do. I still think about that to this day, that I actually kind of feel bad that I got mad at them. And not only did I get mad at them, but I wanted to get even or show them that, like, hey, I can go fast too. Like, I wasn't going to, like, hold you up from anything. But they were in an, in the middle of an emergency. I do it all the time. I don't know why. But it's something that we need to like we all do it but we, it's something we need to like definitely take a step back and and realize the effects that that has on other people um i was talking to one of our uh youth group kids who's you know now now in college and, and things like like that but they would come over to our house and i forgot if we had like a fire going or something like that anyway they just needed advice like college advice in general like hey what like what's going on in life and they're telling us and I just remember when I was talking to this one particular person, the entire time that I was, they were asking me for advice, I was giving it, I could tell that the gears were rolling in their head. And as soon as I was done, like as soon as there was a pause, they came in, yeah, but what about this? You know, and gave me another scenario, like a what if situation. And I was like, okay, did you listen to what I just said? It took me three tries to get them to understand what I was saying. Now, later in that same conversation, they were asking me another question and I gave them an answer and they were coming back. And again, they weren't understanding this time. They weren't understanding me. And I just kept driving my point home and I wasn't listening to them. And my point to them had nothing to do with what they were struggling with. I just thought that's what they were saying. And instead of listening, I just kept driving my point home like, oh, it's so frustrating sometimes. It's just a never ending cycle. So how do we fix this? I don't, I don't know. 
but let's, let's just try and think about it right now, right? Okay. We can't just go around and not talking to people. I'm sorry. I am uh, shutting up right now, and I'm just listening. You know, sometimes we need to have that vulnerability out there to take a step and to try to, to, try to insert ourselves into a conversation that, that we are being invited into, of course. Um, but we can't just sit there and be quiet the entire time. I don't know how... It's just hard. I, I I have no idea. I'm wondering if if maybe we all like it's something we all have to do. If if only I do it, it doesn't work. If only my wife does it, it's not going to work. Me and my wife both have to do it together, you know. And there's something from the show uh, Parenthood. I think it was called Parenthood. And the the older couple, like the the patriarch and matriarch of the family, were going to, I think, couples counseling or something of that, of that nature. And one thing they always had to tell each other is, I hear you and I see you. Is to actually acknowledge their existence, one. Two, acknowledge that what is coming out of their mouth is going into your ears, into your brain, and you are processing it. In the midst of you processing that information, you are not supposed to be processing something else that is supposed to come out. You need to take it in, process it, and then respond. And maybe that's something that we need to do in everyday conversation. You don't have to go around saying people, hey, I hear you and I see you. You know, it can, it can be condescending or it can become comical. But in your head, before you respond, what if we all just did a, I hear you and I see you. Like in your own head, I hear you and I see you. I think we can go a lot further in life and in these conversations. I think we can grow together big time. So I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna try the parenthood TV show method, right? Uh, I hear you and I see you. So babe, I'm, we, we say it to each other sometimes. Uh, we haven't said it in a while, but we, we used to say it, you know, I hear you and I see you and I acknowledge you. And we got that from the TV show, but it's still, it's still applied. So I'm gonna do that. I challenge you guys to also do that and let's just try it, right? So I hear you and I see you. Guys, thank you so much for uh, listening. Thank you for joining me again. Don't forget to shut up and listen. Um, no explanation. No explanation. Oh, my goodness. Uh, no, no Expectations is the name of this podcast. I'm your host, William Bennett. You can find me on No Expectation Podcast at, uh, oh, at No Expectation Podcast on Instagram. Um, I don't really have anything posted right now, but you can follow me. You know, why not? Eventually, I'll post something. Go check out wisefoolsmedia.com for blogs and more. Um, we have some cool blogs. I have a couple blogs on there where I just talk about just random things in life and, you know, what I'm going through. And you know what? I, I haven't uploaded something in a while or posted something in a while. I need to do that. Um, if you want to call into the show and ask questions or just be a part of the conversation, you know, I expect nothing. But you can by emailing us or calling us. You can email me at... Uh, no expectations at wisefoolsmedia.com. That's no expectations at wisefoolsmedia.com. Also, give me a call, 985-503-7867. That is 985-503-7867. I'm William, and this is No Expectations. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Love you.